Hey everybody, welcome to The Shell Show. I am your host, Jacob Shell, and we are here to talk business, finance, family, faith, all of it. We're going to get into it, and uh, thank you for tuning in. Let's get to the show. Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. We are now at episode four. Against all odds. This is the AMR, ASMR episode. We'll all talk like this for a little bit. Don't we'll please your eardrums. Welcome back to the podcast that doesn't have a name. The podcast which shall not be named. Which We should come up with a name. Listen, though. we should. This is the podcast. To our highest bidder, we will name the podcast after you. Listen. Starting at $16, if you want this podcast named after you or someone that you love, you well, starting at $16, I don't know how much you're going to have to pay. But. What better Christmas gift than a podcast you can buy? I'll sell it right now for a million. Have you thought about having a podcast that you had nothing to do with? Yeah. You Maybe. could own it. You could own it. We'll host it. So anyways, on a more realistic note, we still have to film an intro, which yeah. at this point you will have seen because we'll have done it, but yeah. it's something on our to-do list. We've now filmed four, three, and a little bit episodes. Three and one Three audio. and one start of an episode, and we have no intro. We have no name, and we really don't know what this is going to look like, but I can tell you right now, if you haven't seen the first three episodes, the content is good. Yeah, we've talked about some interesting we stuff, I'll really say that. We really put some stuff out there. Yes, we're wearing the same clothes. We're filming the same day. Listen, it's been a long day. We've been here since 10 a.m., and it is we have. 520 We've right been now. here since 10, haven't we? Yes. Okay. We won't bring this up. We already talked Somebody's about this. Somebody's been here since 10. The other person has been here since 12. The star has been here since noon. And if you count it up, noon to now is still a long time. Thank <laughs> we you We had very Wesley. Much. That was a good one. Yeah, that, I did that enjoy Wesley, show. yes. That was a good show. We will be having more guests on. Go ahead and comment uh, who you'd like us to host because yeah. we can host anybody. We got the full studio rocking. We can have, I think we can have up to like six or seven people. It's going to be a whole lot harder to film, but I mean, we can have yeah, a we could lot make it of work. folks. We could bring the couches out, pull up some boxes. We, we got can everything. move the chairs, maybe do a little talent show, possibly. Yeah. Um, it's doable, for sure. So, anyways, with that said, we are having a blast. I probably should have put that magnet on the door so people don't come in. No, sorry. Right. But at this point, I think we're good because it's, it's pretty late. At this point. Um, sorry, Miranda, <laughs> we've been out here so long. Uh, I'm going to get back soon. Help with uh sorry, sorry to my girl also. Yeah. Just keep your head up, baby. Yep. So uh we've talked about a lot in depth over the few episodes that we've done. And I think this time maybe let's go into depth on some of the emotional things that happen in LA. We'll yeah. touch on that. Um that season, because there was a season where obviously I was reaching out a lot. And not getting any response for the most part. And I knew you were struggling. Yep. Um, that's the hardest thing about maintaining friendships long distance and relationships. Yeah. But then after that, let's hit on um, how you got out of it a little bit. Or maybe some new new outlooks. Because I think you're probably still carrying some of that. 
and we could talk about like how to keep going through that dark time in your emotional and mental life because it's something that's a, been a hot topic lately. Yeah. Mental health Mental is health is huge now. It really is. Yeah, it's a big thing. Which is so fun. I guess I'll just start by saying I was one of those people that growing up in high school and all that stuff, I'm like <laughs> depressed. Yeah, right. Like that's not even real. Like yeah. how are you depressed? You're just sad. Yeah. Like yeah, you're just feeling bad. Like yeah, mm-hmm. that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Like, what are you feeling? They'd always be like, I don't know. I'm just, you're like, yeah, okay, buddy. Yeah. yeah I'm sure you're sad. And then it happens to you, and you're like, whoa, like, mm-hmm. I cannot shake this funk that I'm in. You just kind of go down in the gutter. I guess for me, basically, um, like I said, I'm in a no business, and I know that. And sometimes it takes a little bit of a toll on you, and you're told things, and it messes with you, and, Maybe your family, there's a lot of expectations, you know, and I I hold myself to a lot of expectations also in a high standard. So when you're not meeting the things you think you should be meeting for your requirements or doing what you're doing or where you think you should be and all this stuff, then you start thinking about the things, especially when you're alone. And I've been alone for five years out in Cali, no, no roommates, no nothing, a little studio apartment. It's almost like a, I call it a little jail five cell. Five years. Yeah, five years. That's crazy. It's that almost mean? like a little jail cell. So it's like being in prison almost. All your good things, you get to go back home and be by yourself and think about all the accomplishments, all the bad things. You get to go home, yeah. be by yourself, think about all the bad things that just happened, mm. all the things that was said, digest them, create new things in your head and just repeat so it's easy to get lost especially i was smoking and drinking so much of the time and it was just like anytime i would i don't know anytime i would be down or whatever i'd be like man i'm i'm just about to get faded and kind of forget about all this and kind of it kind of makes you not care as much that's what me and my one of my buddies always talk about it's like if I don't want to, I'll just go smoke. If I don't want to care about something, I'll just, it's not that I don't care about it, but it just makes me care less and I can just kind of freaking forget about it for the moment, but it never helps anything. It always just pushes it down more and more until you explode and, and you know, then that's never good for anybody. Um, you should always talk and that's something that I still struggle with which obviously I was when I was out there and you was calling me and everything and I would just not even for days Mm -hmm. for like weeks Weeks. almost sometimes I would not say a word back a couple months probably the longest since we became friends without having a conversation yeah and I would just and that was with everybody I was which is like 15 years for those of y'all who don't know yeah like that was the longest uh, uh, three weeks uh, two weeks was like the longest we had ever not talked Cause we were like in school, spring break would come around, and like I remember I was at your house for nine days yeah. or something like that. You would stay the whole I would go spring home, break. Yeah, I would go home and get clothes, and yeah. that was it. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. That's what I'm saying, and it's like, obviously, you knowing me for so long, yeah. you're like, all right. Yeah, I knew what was up. Something's off. Mm-hmm. And you would say, those times that we did talk, you would be like, what's up? And I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm just busy. Yeah. And I would just be sitting there just freaking frying my brain all day, Hmm. just thinking. Yeah. That's rough, man. Especially when, like, work slows down. 
Yeah. Especially like COVID. But then I, I still I still struggle with everything. I'm just like maybe is, is it I'm just, I'm just by myself all the time and I'm kind of I'm just thinking too much and I'm and I'm in my head like is that the main source? Is it everything that's happened in my past building up to now and it kind of just whether I know it or not or whether I I think it is or not, it's all just built up to this point. Yeah. Or is it? I think it's I always say it's like fresh stuff. I think it's fresh stuff. Sometimes I'm just. It just catches me on the right day, and I'll just be like, spiral down. But yeah. but I, since that's happened, I think it's okay to have sad days, absolutely, and sad moments where you just kind of reflect and kind of. But to dwell there and stay there is very dangerous. Absolutely, yeah, and that's why community is so important. Yeah, that's why it's so important to build good relationships with people. Yep, because people will like be able to sense. When you're in that season. Now, uh, marriage adds a whole complication to that. So does parenthood. Yeah. Like, you have days like that, and you still have to function. You know what I mean? Yeah. And not take it out on a spouse. Or, you know, not take it out on your kid sounds abusive, but I mean, like, when Well, your kid well let's be honest. That that like, happens, though, you know? Well, it does happen, yeah, for sure. But I mean, like, in my life, it'll be Oliver running up, like, dad look at this whatever and i'm just like struggling to interact because i'm struggling mentally that yeah. day and you just have to basically force your way through it to yeah. still be there because there are obviously you see it in in corrupt adults like that's what they dealt with as a child being brushed aside yeah. or like physically <clears throat> or me- mentally or emotionally and sometimes even worse abused um because parents are struggling emotionally and a lot of the time, that's what it is. Like, I, I am a believer that very few humans are doing things that are wrong like that out of pure evil, more so than it's just they're in a really rough state emotionally. They don't have that community, and they're they're depressed, and then they build those ideologies, like you were saying, when they spend all that time alone, yeah. that the world's out to get them. Or whatever. They don't have a chance. Yeah. And it just manifests. And sooner or later, it becomes those unhealthy things that start to come out. Yeah. It's crazy what you can do to yourself just being alone for so long. Just kind of like, I don't know. I guess it's just the devil. I guess it's really the only thing you could say where it's just just manipulates your thoughts and spirals you down a path. And you're like, how? then you, you get so dark and deep, you're like, what like what's going on? How am I even here? And then you feel like you're stuck, and you're like, "Oh my god, I'm in a dark place," and it's kind of taking you over before you even know it. Right. So, what brought you out of that? Have you come out of that? You know, honestly, <clears throat> I know this is kind of crazy, but I always say, I I think the pandemic was one of the better things that happened to me mm. because that brought me back home, and I was here for about a year. Um, with I, I was just kind of like back embraced by the community that I, you know, grew up in, kind of. Yeah. And it just kind of like brought me back on my feet and let me just brought me back down. I was in such a high place, like being in LA, and I got I have to meet all these things and all this stuff, and everybody's watching back home. And I said I was gonna go, like I can't come back, and I. I 
like I haven't done this yet and people are every time I see somebody what oh, what have you done have you worked with you know it's like all yeah. status and I'm just like I don't even want to answer those questions or anything and then I come back and it's like it's nothing like that <laughs> they're ragging on me for being a, oh it's the LA guy it's the yeah. LA boy oh yeah oh it's Mr. Hollywood now look at him yeah oh here we go what, are you gonna play softball with us yeah okay like this would be great <laughs> yeah. uh, you know what I'm saying all this stuff and it's like everything I was thinking of that's like racing through my head and going yeah. through my mind if all these people are thinking this and looking at me and they're right. probably judging me it's like they could give two craps Nobody about that yeah. they're gonna rag on me just like it was when I was there or when I was back here or when I was yeah. a kid or whatever so it kind of brought me back to the place where I'm like why why am I putting so much pressure on myself when no, everybody else is just happy to see me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like <clears throat> I should just be able to enjoy the, the moment, and like nobody, I, it, it's just it's just a career, and I guess it mentally gets to me is nobody else is like, oh hey, how are you doing? And uh, nursing, like have you have you did this yet? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody does that. It's like oh she's a nurse, yeah she's a nurse, cool cool yeah. It's not, oh, you're an actor? Oh, cool. It's all your, oh, who have you ever with? What have you been on? It's like mm -hmm. all the extra stuff. But, you know, once you, I guess it's because in LA, all, I, and I don't really have a bunch of actor friends just because they're all like this. Everybody is about that. Who have you worked with? This, yeah. is, this is who I know. This is what I'm about to do. I'm so and so's cousin. It's like, yeah. sometimes it's a self glorification. I'm like, and we all, we all have forms of it. Like, there's forms of it and everything. Yeah. But the reality is, like, we've known you forever. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just different. Like, what, who cares? It's yeah, cool it when you work with people like that, but it's like half of the success in what you do is the fact that you went. Like, you went and you're there. Yeah. And see, that's it. The courage that it takes to do that alone is so much more than it takes for, like, right. for instance, what I, what I do. It doesn't take that, like, well, I mean, that's that, see, I hate when people compare that stuff, though, because you know, it's like if you love something and you want to do it, then what you're doing is just as important as any, yeah, anybody else, yeah, whether the status of it or not. Not necessarily, the you love it. I'm just saying, the uh, the like value wise to yourself, not necessarily the, even like what you do is more valuable, but the courage that it takes to move across the entire country for for the possibility of work. It's not like you're moving out there with a job already happening. Yeah. Like you moved out before the work existed. And you lived there for a while before you got any work. Yeah, that's true. A couple and that's months. tough. It is. That's really tough, especially on the mental. Because, you know, you put these self, uh, self-inflicted things on yourself. Like, Well, yeah, it's like, you, you know, you're looking around at all your friends and everything and you're... 25 about to be 26 come on and boy. uh yeah and everybody's you know people's got families yeah. people got a consistent job like people yeah. are starting to get houses they're buying right. a new car and everything and i'm over here like I'm, i can't even i can't even get my foot in the door yet yeah like i'm over here just kicking the door hoping it opens just a little bit this will get a little cracking mm -hmm. and there, and people are over here starting a whole family got a whole freaking everything going on 90 acres or whatever the heck it is you know it's like that it's hard not to compare to that and it's and i and i tell myself like you're it's different mm -hmm. you're in a different 
industry, you're on a different path. Nobody's going to have the same little story. Nobody's going to have the same path, you know. And I'm not saying I need a family right now or I'm not going to be happy or anything. I'm just saying sometimes I just take a step back and look and reflect on that. And it's like, well, you know, I'm making this sacrifice for myself in this career I want to do. Yeah. But but this is what I'm sacrificing. And sometimes it's like it'll weigh on you a little bit. And it's kind of like, am I missing out like, on everything? Hollywood dudes are like 85 with a three-year-old. Yeah, I know. That, and I'm not trying to do that. I want to run with my kids and I'm have just, fun and have land and go ride some four-wheelers yeah. and stuff. And You'll like, do it. You'll do it. Kids, but, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't you know. I think I still struggle with it. And I'm in a way better place mentally now. And um, So is the I'm, coping all perspective? I'm more, more open. Um, I think it's man. I see it, it. It's definitely perspective. Always like any any time, the way you look at something is gonna be the way you think about it, and that's gonna be how you go about it in the future. But I think that all the pre- it's just a matters what is driving your depression. I think I was taken out so long that nothing it just all felt like fake to me. I felt like I'm being watched on TV or something, like the you know, Truman it's like show? all my yeah, like the Truman show. Yeah. Exactly. All my interactions like for 5 years, all my interactions with my family besides like some Thanksgivings and Christmas and all my friends is through a phone yeah. or I'm texting them right. or something. Like whether you think it or not, it kind of takes a tone and it's weird. It's kind of like, it doesn't feel like a real relationship yeah. anymore. And it's kind of just like, I got I got some pen pals across and I know what they're like and everything, but I'm just... Ta- it's like you don't remember what it was like to be with them. Yeah, it's like I'm kind of like, yeah, it's like I don't know what it's like to be their friend anymore. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I don't, I'm missing out on all that. And they're making all these memories and all these weddings they're going to and having fun and they're telling me these stories and stuff. And I'm over here just like faking like I'm having the best time in L.A. And mm. Yeah. There's like a song or something. I can't remember. And the lyric is basically like thousands, basically like thousands and thousands of people, millions of people in the city around me. And I still feel alone kind of mm. like that. And it's like weird because it's like, so many people. yeah, there's nobody out there you can hang out with. But it's like, I don't know if you don't have those connections in the community yeah, like you're a, saying. It's it, got to be a real relationship. It's not the same. It's almost like everything is a professional relationship. Yeah, and it's like, all. We know each other, but it's all resume based. And it's just yeah. the social interaction is all based on trying to get work. No, I do have a good friend out there. I have one good friend out there. His name's Johnny. And I'll give him a shout out because on, that's my Johnny. boy. He would be upset if I didn't. That's not Orlando anything. Johnny, right? No. Okay. He is a great dude. And that's like my guy. We can talk. We'll chill. We'll hang out. And we'll we'll kick back and just take ourselves out. Because yeah, he's nice. from the Midwest. And he, he gets it. He knows, like, it's a whole other world out there. Right. And, like. You can get caught up. Mm-hmm. That's <clears throat> but, true. Yeah, I forgot where I was about to say with that. But, Sorry. Um, yeah, he's, a, I don't know, He he's a good junior dude, and we'll just take a step back and look and be like, you know what I'm saying? We just check in with each other, make sure we're good. Mm. Anytime I'm down or something, whatever, I'll hit him up now and be like, I need a bro day. Let's go get some wings. Let's watch a game. Let's watch a fight or something. <laughs> he's like, B-dubs. all right. That's cool. Man. Same thing for him. He's, he's had some things he's went through and he'll hit me up. Yo, I need you. Yeah. 
We'll go do whatever it is. It's one thing I wish I did more of now that I'm a, a husband and a father. It's like have other men to connect with and kind of have that. It's tough. Obviously, Wesley's going through yeah. the same season, so yeah. we, we talk about some of that. But, like, well, yeah. finding time with as busy as I am, at least work-wise, like, constantly. It's not that I have to go places that often, but, like, my phone and my email inbox and everything are always just off the chart. Yeah. And so there's no getting away from it. Like, working from home is a blessing, but it also means when I'm at the beach, I'm working. Right. Some people hear that, and they're like, oh, dude, that's sweet. And I'm like... Yeah, it would be, but like, there's no disconnect because yeah, if I'm it's gone, worked. there could be major issues that aren't resolved. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, if if a tenant's got a hot water heater that's leaking all over, they nobody can spend anything without my approval, and it comes up through me first before it goes up to my boss. Yeah. So, and even if it comes up through the chain, it's usually me that's implementing. So I'm always paying attention because I want to make sure we're there for that. Because there's also landlord-tenant laws. We have to be reasonable in response. And something like a hot water heater, if we don't address that, then our property's getting water damage. Right. So, you know, there's things like that. Or if mold's going on and there's kids in the house, we want to make sure we get that resolved. So, like, I'm always paying attention for that reason because I want to make sure that we're not missing anything health and safety related. Yeah. And so it's hard for me to unplug. And I'm constant, like, even until I fall asleep. I mean, I'm monitoring from the time I wake up to the time I go to sleep. I am constantly monitoring my phone, yeah. emails and texts and everything. So it gets exhausting. Yeah. Because you don't feel like, I don't feel like I can put it away. Right. Sometimes I'll take time, like maybe a day or so <clears> to do that. But even on the golf course, like, say I go play golf. At one point, I was playing two or three days a week earlier this year. Right. I was on my phone the whole time. I just had my AirPods or whatever, so I'm talking on the phone while I'm playing, but you lose a lot of the enjoyment because you can't you're not focused on any one thing. And I also want to make sure that I'm doing a good enough job, the quality of my work as well. Because at the beach or on the golf course or whatever, I can get work done, but not necessarily the best I could. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's almost like doing everything halfway decent. And that in itself takes away some of the satisfaction. So it's just being super intentional with your time. Because that also means, you know, if I'm sitting there spending time with Oliver or whatever and a tenant's ringing my phone, I got to pick that up. So some of those moments I lose out on. I'm not complaining by any means because I would not trade it for an office job at all. My flexibility... The, the way that my pay and everything is structured, I am blessed beyond compare, honestly. Yeah. I'm so happy with where we're at. It's just trying to find, as, as a young adult, I didn't do an office job for super long. I mean, I was only in an office environment for three and a half years. Yeah. So, you know, obviously I did things through high school and some through college too, but as far as my professional life, I've been work from home for as long as I was ever in an office already. So I'm still trying to find that balance yeah. because I want to be faithful in my work, but I want even more so to be faithful to my family in being present in every moment and my friends being able to be present. Like if we go grab lunch, I want to be able to leave my phone on the side of the table and actually focus. Which he on never me. does. No, I don't. But <laughs> that's because, uh, 
you got to keep that job rolling. Yeah. No, I kind of understand that and the touch on, like, uh, how you need that, like, connection to talk to somebody as dudes. I mean, let's be honest. I hate doing this, like, little cringy stereo, like, just the cringy stereotypes. But as men in the South, you don't you don't show emotions. Right. Like, you know right. what I'm saying? You rub some dirt on it yeah. and you keep it moving, baby. Yep. And... um as as I think that's good to be a man, sometimes you need to be reserved and uh, calm and the rock uh, for women and children. I'm not saying they can't be, but just as a man, I think biblically you kind of need to be that. And um, that's like one thing for me. I'm like, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to show emotions and stuff like I'm – not to be prideful, but I'm like I'm Trey. Like, I'm the I'm the comedy guy. Like, I make yeah. pe- I make people laugh. Like, yeah, I, I I was the funny guy before. Now I'm going to doing comedy and acting. Mm. Well, I can't come back and be like in my feelings and be like, hey, yo, do you guys think I can talk to you? That's not mm. me. That's not my brand. That's not who I am. Like, I'm I'm supposed to be the dude that they're like. Hey, I'm going through something, and I take him out of it. Right. That's why I always tell people, I chose comedy. I love comedy so much because I know what it's like to go through pain. I know what it's like to be sad. I know what it's like to be down. So if I'm making you laugh, in this moment that we're sharing together right here, I know if you're when you're genuinely laughing, neither of, her, neither of us are sad. Yeah. Because it makes me happy when I'm making you laugh. Mm-hmm. And if you're laughing and cracking up, I know. All them bad things that are going on in your life, at least for this moment right now, yeah. we've forgotten about it, and we're just enjoying ourselves. Well, and and that makes me feel good. Yeah, and when we look at all of the most famous comedians, it seems like that's the underlying truth for all of them, is they struggle with their self-image, they struggle with their self, self-worth, they yeah. struggle to be happy, and the happiest they are or they are their happiest when making other people laugh and forget about their problems. Yeah. And so it's almost like doing it because you wish someone would do it for you. Yeah. Almost. Yeah, yeah. In a it's way, almost yeah. like that because you're so broken inside, you're looking to see joy in other people yeah. for basically a mirror for it to reflect back on you and for you to feel that joy. And so part of that is the same thing just got my mic really close part of that is the same thing that like teenagers go through you think about that you're looking for your worth and you don't know where it's coming from and you're unsure and you bounce in and out of relationships thinking that that's where worth is going to come from and you bounce in and out of jobs because you're looking for your value to be assigned from your boss etc and what people really need to realize is your value is assigned by your creator and you're yeah. valuable because the Lord chose you. Yeah. Like, he created you for a purpose. And the purpose was to glorify him and yeah. everything. And your call is to make disciples. And so, like, that loving on people is yeah. very biblical. Yeah. I like to think Jesus was funny. I mean, I know I know that, that God is funny because... I mean, if he made me, some, he has to have a sense of humor. I've seen some of the stuff walking around out here. And <laughs> yeah. I know he's got a sense of humor. So, yeah. Yeah, sometimes I think he just made them for little nuggets for me to crack up. Yeah, or like there's random animals that just look absolutely hilarious. Yeah. And so you know he's got a sense of humor. 
And sometimes I wonder, like sometimes I'm cracking up at something and I think like, I wonder if God thinks that's funny, you know, or I'll say something and be like, I wonder wonder if I made him smile, (laughs) you know, probably not. But it's just, it's just fun to think that because you know, he loves you. Like he wants the best for you. Yeah. I like to think I made God crack up a few times. (laughs) He's definitely shaking his head at me a lot. I know that. But I like to think maybe a few times he says, this guy, <laughs> right, this guy right here. A little chuckle. Yeah. So if you're out there struggling with these same kind of things, just know that you are worth the yeah. friendship. You're worth the time. You yeah. are worth the air that you're breathing. You're worth more than you could ever imagine. And you mean something to the person who created all of this. And that's more significant than you could ever imagine. Yeah, that's better than anybody else thinking yeah. anything. And he chose to create you. you. So you think that you have no purpose, but that's just not true. Yeah, listen, you're, you're not one of one and have no purpose. If there's something, if you can find anything that's one of one and people are like, let me know. Yeah, seriously. Anytime there's only one thing of something, that holds a lot of value. Right. That's true. That, I mean. That's true. So if if you can't do anything, at least look at it logically and think that way. Mm. But um, yeah, I'm I'm kind of new to like being. I, I've been having thoughts lately. Like I just want to be. I want to start being honest about myself, and I want to start like how I am the happy guy and I am the funny guy and all this stuff, and I always hold that persona and, and you know kind of play into the character. I want to be honest too, and I want to like. Obviously, we're doing that on this podcast, but I like. I know ever be like, oh yeah, I struggle with depression or anything like that. Like maybe my close friends know, and that's about it. But it's like, there's something about like being open and honest and sharing your story, and you know, even if it helps one person, even if it helps nobody, it takes a burden off me in a way, and kind of like lightens me up and and doesn't make you feel like trapped in like this is you you have to deal with this by yourself and you're trapped in by yourself alone with it you can kind of say it and even if it's awkward and kind of like embarrassing people say some things and there's maybe there's a joke about it they make you laugh they crack you up and it's like eh, this really ain't as mm-hmm. big as a deal as i thought it was yeah. so i don't know that's a little bit of my thoughts on it that's good but also i have the other side where i'm like Oh, you know, I said this stuff. Now people are going to think I'm walking nah. around depressed. I'm about to have people coming up to me saying, hey, man, I'm here for you. You can come talk to me if you need me and all this stuff. And I'm just like, oh, no. Like, I now mean, everybody's going to be feeling sorry for me. And I'm going to be walking around just mopey, like droopy. I mean, maybe I won't. I might not post. We'll see. No, I'm, oh, no, I'm, not, I'm not saying in this podcast specifically. I'm just Obviously, you're going to post this. I know you're lying. But... Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm just saying in general, like anytime you say something like, like anytime you say something around the boys, oh, he's in his yeah. fellas, look at him. Yeah. See, I've always been that way though. Even listening like to Drake. I've always been somewhat in tune with my emotions and like willing to admit it. Yeah. Um, and I think that comes from my dad because my dad, my dad is more honest with his emotions than most people that I've met and very, very aware of it too. But there was also that side, you know, obviously when I was younger where he kind of hid that from us, you know, because that's what you do as a parent. Yeah. Like if you're hurting, you don't show your kids that. Well, yeah. 
So it's a tough thing to walk through, but I think we're, we're seeing the overflow of this retention of feelings. I mean, people were so um, reserved in explaining their emotions, like especially dads. There's nothing wrong with telling people you're not okay or that you're upset. Like, conveying your emotions is important. Yeah. Especially for people around you, especially when you're married, because if I'm upset, my interactions with my wife are completely different. More snappy, little things get to me quicker, and so I'll tell her. I'm just like, hey, babe, look, I just got to be honest with you. Like, I'm tired, I'm not feeling great today, and I'm not in a good mental space, so I'm not trying to be mean I just don't like I'm I'm going to probably be a little more short in response and like less playful in my like I'm not going to be making jokes when I respond to you it's just going to be like hey do you want spaghetti and I'm like no I don't want spaghetti. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I I would love some spaghetti though Miranda so. Miranda if you're at home cook up that spaghetti. <laughs> that spaghetti gun. No, nah, I think I think she's got dinner at the house but we're we've been in here for all day. Yeah. So No, yeah, I I, I understand that. It is Five. I mean, did you throw the timer on or no? It's five fifty-one, and I know that we at least done thirty minutes because I said five twenty at one point. Are you hundred percent sure? Yes. All right, so let's throw. We'll, we'll do our. Let's do our uh, question of the day. All right. Question of the day. I should have premeditated this, but I didn't. Do you want me to come up with one right now? I mean, you can try. Yeah, you come up All with right. one, and then I'll see if I like it or not. Listen. If you could choose. No, okay, let me not no, say that. No, I got that. you, I got you. One food that you have to eat for the rest of your life. One food that I would have to eat for the rest of my life. Like, I, I have to eat this food with all the, the other thing. foods, or I can no, only no, no, no. eat this food. You can only eat that food for the rest of your It's like Desert Island, and you get a Can I style it differently, or it's cooked the same way every time? No, it's the same thing every time. I can tell you right now, I'm about to lose some followers. Oh, my goodness. Listen. I don't care what your stance is on this. Okay. Steak. Oh, my gosh. I'll take some meat every <laughs> single day. You probably do. Medium rare. With A1. If I can have A1, I'm choosing steak. Okay. And I'll eat some leaves or something I'll off a tree. I'll grant you I am torn between two. Either mac and cheese or ham and pineapple pizza. Him? No, you're not one of those. And, and you know what? I, I hate that about your freak. Your whole family's freaking like that. You said ham and pineapple. Mm-hmm. Listen, y'all. Pineapple doesn't go on pizza. Okay, oh, see, that's it wrong. seriously doesn't go on pizza. It's Hawaiian, and pizza is American. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's if, Italian, if the Italian, and it doesn't go on pizza. If the Italian restaurants make a Hawaiian pizza. Then it was meant to be what a pizza. Italian restaurant? Olive Garden? No, Johnny Brusco's has a Hawaiian. Johnny they have Brusco's, a super Hawaiian. Johnny Brusco's is a don't, fake no, Italian. No, 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 don't you hate on them. Rosario's also has it. And they're definitely real because that pizza has got a lot of You know why they did it? They didn't do it because it's an Italian thing. They said, oh my, are these American people? <laughs> they ask it for a pineapple, we put it on a pizza. Actually, it's because it's a good detoxer. Well, you, yeah, you can juice some pineapple or you can drink some pineapple or whatever. Okay, actually, listen to this. I had COVID, I'm going to assume, not too long ago again for the second time. 
it was so nice i had to get it twice baby <laughs> and uh covert survivor by the way thank y'all appreciate it yeah you can comment that and uh congratulations comment you. thank you covert survivor thank you um i'm still waiting on my check for that but so i was what was i saying again <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, oh, oh, yeah. Listen, I had I had COVID recently, so I made up like some homemade um, hydrochloroquine, which is basically. First of all, we're gonna make a disclaimer. Neither of us are medical professionals. Oh yeah, I don't know anything. Nor about are we this giving stuff. any medical advice to anyone because I can just tell you're getting ready to say something. No, I'm about to tell you something. Cool. Don't try this unless it's approved. I listen. I saw the TikTok video of how to make it, and it. Just oh, li- it's on TikTok? Just listen See, to- I'm not on TikTok, so I don't know. Just listen to what I'm about to say. I had to make the disclaimer so we don't get in trouble. I'm just telling you how I did it. It's a great, a couple grapefruit, like two grapefruit, all the skin, just the skin. Grapefruit, couple lemons. Boil it, like steam it for three hours. Let it sit. Pour it out. Boom. Right? Drink it? It, or you put it in this like defibrillator or whatever it's oh. called, and you like mask it and mist, and then you drink it in. And it's also like some distilled water, I think, is mm-hmm. what it is, and like a little salt. So I did that, and my mom was like, "I don't know if it, if this is true." She saw that because I was coughing like pretty bad and stuff. She's like, "I don't know if this is true, but go get a." jar of pineapple juice like real pineapple juice mm. drink half the day and half tomorrow because i was trying to get rid of my coffee that was the worst part it was like in my chest mm. so i'm like all right i do that do the defibrillator like three times a day hit hit half of the pineapple juice one day half the next day cough completely gone dang that's awesome and literally less than two days cough completely wow. gone wow that's pretty impressive. And that is, I'm just saying, I'm not, I'm just saying, I'm not a medical specialist or anything, yeah. but you can do it the natural Consult way. Consult your doctor to make sure that you are healthy enough to try something like that. Yeah. Sounds like bar a food allergy or something. Probably everyone can do. Yeah, it. as long as I guess, yeah. But I, I personally don't know, and nor am I qualified to say. I'm just letting you know. But if it worked, it worked for, Trey, for me. That's cool. It may not work for everybody. Yeah. We got to put those disclaimers out there because we got the trolls out and around yeah. trying to not let you I'm not trying to get bridge. canceled or anything, but Don't that, that was my that was four. my experience. If you get me canceled on episode four. I don't know how long I'm going to last on here. I've been pretty good these first four episodes. Yeah, I'm trying to four. be respectful of it. We'll probably keep recording through the night. Yeah. Anyways. We got our bed set up right outside the camera. Y'all can't see it, though. Mm. Yeah, this setup's in my house. Yeah, this is Jake's. Actually... Right behind this is Jake's bathroom. That would be crazy. There's a walk-in shower back there. This would be quite the setup to have in your house. Yeah, it would actually be pretty sweet. If this was like a basement or something in your house, it would be perfect. Yeah, that could be cool. Could be cool. But anyways, thank you guys for listening. Like we said before, like, comment, subscribe, and we appreciate you listening. And listen, by the next episodes, there will be a name for this podcast. And we'll have some pretty special guests. Yeah. Not I think name dropping. We back. could definitely get some cool people in here. I already have an idea for some people that you want to get on here and plan on having on here. Okay. But maybe I, a guest appearance by Will Farrell's brother. Possibly. I could reach out to him and see what's see up. See what happens. We might get Ish Smith in here. Could get Ish. And uh let's see what happens. That's just two. That's just two right there. 
That's two right there. Two of the possible. We won't name drop Jordan. anybody else because we obviously don't have permission. We don't know who can and who can't. But. Micah Jordan. Michael. Yeah, we'll might get, get a. We'll get MJ in here. Maybe might OJ. Get Christian McCaffrey. MJ, OJ, McCaffrey. OJ, yeah. Maybe we'll get Cam Newton. We'll get Cam Newton. See what's going on with him. Yeah. See what he's up to. Joe Biden. Allen Iverson. We'll get Joe Biden here if, if uh, we can get approval to ask, ask a question or something like that. Yeah. I know he has like a select few of people that can only ask some questions. So. Yeah. All right. That's it. Thank you, guys. Peace.